Welcome to the Higher Ed Happy Hour podcast, brought to you by Unincorporated, a higher education agency committed to building awareness and growing enrollment for universities. This podcast provides deans, senior admin, and faculty with the tools, resources, and information they need to grow student interest, design branded content, and launch new programs and courses. Let's jump into today's episode. Hey everyone, Robert here from Unincorporated. I'm joined again today by Ian and Mac. How are you both doing? Hey, Robert. So over the past few episodes, you know, we've discussed the hardships that administration, faculty, and staff have faced over the last 18 months. And so now we want to talk about some of the tools that higher ed professionals can use to relieve some of the stress in their day-to-day lives and to make their tasks easier. So we have the privilege of working with some great clients, as you both know, in higher ed, helping them to solve their diverse set of challenges when it comes to web design, enrollment marketing, yield optimization, student engagement, and a lot more. And this provides us with a really unique vantage point where we get to explore and interact with a variety of tools made specifically for higher ed pros. And so we've put together a list of tools and resources to help universities and their staff achieve their institutional goals. So Ian, why don't you get us started? I'd love to. I think one of the best places to start is regarding the CRM. And, you know, the the one thing that I'm always surprised by is how many colleges, institutions, campuses, how many are actually not using CRMs? Uh, You know, a CRM, as, uh, as we know here at the agency, I mean, they provide massive benefits to universities, colleges, academies whether it's in recruitment or thinking about the full life cycle all the way to conversion. Uh, A good CRM, it's going to give you that deep level of engagement with every audience segment. So prospective students, enrolled students, your alumni. It's a way for organizations to consolidate their communications effort. And of course, it's going to give you those actionable insights on what is and isn't working. Uh, So the first one on our list is Element 451. You guys heard of this one? Yes, I have. It is considered to be a smart admission CRM. And with that, it gives you personalized, data-driven, higher ed recruiting. And it also, they, they claim it meets the expectations of today's students because it's really easy to use. It's mobile friendly. And it allows school admission, academic programs, and even scholarships to build into their CRM design and build into that platform. The second one on our list, it's called Slate. Now, probably many of our listeners know of Slate. This is really the the one that's been around for a while. And it's also the one that is most specifically designed and developed exclusively for higher ed. Uh, Slate is completely comprehensive. It's got everything you need from admissions and enrollment management. It also allows you to go like take the deep dive into the modern student and donor life cycle, uh, which is pretty cool because life cycle stages are catered to those audiences. It's the single unified interface. It's custom built for both outreach as well as ongoing communications, online applications, student success, and student retention, which of course was you know particularly important uh, over the last 18 months with COVID. Now, this last one on our list, HubSpot. Now, this is one that I'm particularly partial to just because our whole team is trained up on it. We're a HubSpot partner. And I recognize the fact it's not specifically built for colleges and universities, 
But with the enterprise version of HubSpot, it has everything you need, all the marketing, sales, service tools that your team's going to need to recruit, nurture, and convert prospective students into enrolled students. Mac, I know you're in HubSpot a lot every day. What are your thoughts on HubSpot? HubSpot has definitely been a lifesaver. As you said, we use it a lot in-house. And when I first started out in it, it seems pretty tricky just because it's so intuitive and there's so much you can do. So it's kind of hard to know where to start. For everyone who has tried to get acquainted with it, or maybe you're just starting out or this podcast will pique your interest a little bit, they actually have HubSpot Academy, which is online courses that can get you familiar with the system and kind of give you a starting point, which really helped me. So I definitely recommend taking those classes, even if you think you're an expert in HubSpot. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great point. In fact, just putting on my faculty hat here a little bit, I actually pull in HubSpot's Academy and the certifications and trainings that are available into the course that I'm teaching because that way students, instead of just taking a quiz, they can take these certification-based courses and credential up. Uh, nothing better than enabling your students to put a few certifications onto their LinkedIn profile and also meet the learning outcomes. Uh, speaking of HubSpot and its commitment to education through the academy, they also have an educational partnership program. So if you want, look into that HubSpot educational partner. They will give you a full version of HubSpot for your school, for your program. And it's a great place to learn the tool and apply the tool for your organization. Yeah. And we, we can't talk about tools for higher ed without talking about the learning management systems that are out there. For those who may not be on the education side of things, a learning management system, or as it's most often referred to, an LMS, it's a piece of software that provides the infrastructure that handles all aspects of the learning process. It's where faculty can deliver instruction and assess their students in an online environment. And when it comes to LMS options, we really love Canvas because it's a clean, it's well-organized, a mobile-friendly tool. Uh, and this is a huge plus for today's students. The back end of the software, it's, it's really intuitive as well. So it makes it super easy for faculty and instructional designers to create an engaging experience for their students. Now, possibly the most popular LMS out there is called Blackboard. We've probably all heard of Blackboard. It provides many of the same features as these other options, but in our opinion, it could do a better job in terms of design and the user experience. But that said, it's a great option for enterprise level deployment. And Mac, I don't want to throw you under the bus here, but as the youngest member of our team, you're probably the one most recently having used Blackboard. So what's your take on that software? Yeah, I agree with your assessment, Robert. We used it a lot when I was in college. That was our primary LMS. And it did provide consistent structure with each class, but it definitely lacks some design, as you said. And so that could lead to courses being kind of unengaging or boring. I took a lot of online courses when I was in college and advisors would always warn us pre-pandemic because now we're used to it, um, but would warn us about time management and making sure that you turn your assignments in on time and complete the assessments because you don't have a professor right in front of you telling you to do that or somewhere to show up to do that. So Blackboard definitely was good for the consistent structure, 
but it could have been more engaging because I was checked out a lot, especially towards the end of my college career. Towards my junior and senior year, a lot of my professors actually moved more towards Google Drive um, just because they said that the back end of Blackboard was pretty finicky and they didn't know how to either set things up or how to consistently check it along with emails and other things. So that's also something to consider. Yeah, that's great. Now, if you're building on a budget, Moodle is an open source LMS solution that offers you the fundamental building blocks for developing an online course. But unlike the paid partner uh, counterparts like you've mentioned, Blackboard and uh, Canvas, Moodle's functionality design and its mobile friendliness, they're a bit limited, but for a free tool, it'll get the job done. So we've talked about a lot of tools so far, but I wanted to mention one tool for admissions. It's a system called Unibuddy. So Unibuddy is a platform that matches prospective students with students that are either currently at the school that they're interested in or alumni from that school. With all the university policies that are changing and higher education just in general changing, it's a great tool for incoming freshmen. That's right. That's right. And selfish plug here, I'm going to be speaking at the upcoming Unibuddy Summit. So make sure to catch that. But I love this tool. I I think this is one of the places where higher ed is innovating. And thanks to Unibuddy, we've seen it uh, actually allow programs to connect directly to admitted students, as you were saying, Mac, and allow student ambassadors and admitted students actually have an exchange, like an authentic conversation, a, a real conversation. In fact, I mean, nobody can really sell your program better than current students. Don't put an admissions officer in front of your prospected or admitted student. Actually, you know, give them the opportunity to talk to a student ambassador. Uh, this will help convert your admitted students into enrolled students. And ultimately, that's going to put butts in seats. Butts in seats. Got to love it. Now, a hot topic these days is experiential learning. And while it's not a new concept by any means, this form of learning has become critical to student success. And this has become even more clear during the COVID-19 pandemic. Now, there are a few great tools that have been developed to make it super easy for students and faculty to find these types of learning opportunities. The first is called Ripen. It's a Canadian-based startup that helps educators and higher education institutions easily introduce students to project-based work experience in the classroom and outside of it. Companies of all sizes can submit projects for students to work on. And actually, we recently completed our very first project on Ripen with students from McMaster University in Ontario. Uh, It was really easy to get started. We just created a project, interacted with the students, and then we reviewed their final projects. And you might be thinking, well, maybe it's just fluff work, but it was anything but. The projects that they submitted were uh, incredibly helpful, and we were able to implement some of the things out of those reports immediately um, to improve our company operationally. Now, Ripen isn't the only one out there. Uh, We first heard about Parker Dewey through the American Marketing Association's micro-internship program. Now, this program allows members... Uh, It allows member organizations like ours to post short-term paid projects that undergraduate and graduate students can apply for to earn money, apply their education in the real world, and build the necessary experience that companies are looking for. 
Great. So now we've talked about admissions tools, internship tools, CRMs, LMSs. And one thing that I wanted to mention now is tools that can help you stay up to date in everything that's changing in the higher education space. Um, I've been doing a deep dive into this topic recently. We send out our weekly higher education news brief, and it just contains a summary of all the articles that have come out in the week, the latest news. And it's a really good resource if you're trying to stay up to date in the higher education realm. Now, not only is it important for faculty and administration to stay up to date, but it also is a great resource to find new strategies and new insights. You can look at what new universities are doing. We always do a weekly shout out to a university um, that was in the news that week, and it can really help inform your strategies at your own school. So I wanted to briefly mention two of these resources. The first is the Chronicle of Higher Education. Warning, this one does require an annual subscription, but I would say it's worth it. It provides in-depth news, opinion pieces, advice, and even jobs in higher education. The second one, which is a free resource, is Inside Higher Ed. This one is really great, and it covers a lot of topics specifically catered towards higher ed professionals. There's admissions, diversity, student voice, and more. Yeah, and I know you mentioned that one as a free option. The Chronicle of Higher Ed, that's a paid annual subscription, right, Mac? Yes. Something I actually do is I follow both of these on Twitter and LinkedIn. And then I've also found some of their writers and editors for both publications. Uh, makes it super easy to, to stay on top of the latest trends in higher ed. Awesome. Yeah, I mean, you have to keep up with trends, right? This is why we're sort of rounding out this segment, this podcast on the topic of learning, keeping up to date. One thing we wanted to shout out to are regarding podcasts. Knowledge is power and being an effective leader, being an effective recruiter, or you know, really just staying up to date means being a perpetual learning machine. Podcasts are great because they allow that learning to happen on the go. Uh, first podcast that I love to listen to is Enrollify. It's free. They have a digital resource library built in directly for the modern enrollment marketer. That's really their, their sweet spot if you, if you want. And if you're into recruitment and enrollment, definitely check out Enrollify. The second one on the list is the EdUp Experience. This one's cool because it actually allows you to stay updated with higher education, but you know, maybe at a higher level, if, uh, if I want to repeat the word there, it ranges from university presidents to CEOs, to venture capitalists, to ed tech entrepreneurs. So thinking more about you know, the future of higher ed and really looking at kind of the academic nature of higher ed in, in today's economy. And then the last one, I haven't listened to this one, but it ended up on our list from uh, some of the other research we were doing. It's the key within higher ed. And apparently this one offers more candid conversations. It's got uh, sort of a higher ed newsmaker tone and they cover things like how colleges and universities are coping with the pandemic and the recession. And there's always that special focus on equity and low income students. So check those out. Yeah, thanks, Sam. So we've covered a ton today, including CRMs, checkout, admissions tools, uh, several LMS platforms, experiential learning startups, 
news, podcasts. So it's been a great discussion. Ian, Mac, thank you so much. Thank you, Robert. Yeah, thanks, Robert. Always a pleasure. Thank you, Mac. If you want to reference anything we've talked about today, check out the tools and resources for higher ed professionals blog on our website. And as Mac mentioned earlier, you can stay on top of the latest news and articles in the higher education space by subscribing to the Higher Education News Brief at unincorporated.com. Thanks for listening to the Higher Ed Happy Hour podcast. For more higher ed specific resources, or if you'd like to be a guest on the show, please visit unincorporated.com. Thank you.